This podcast is brought to you by Ideate and Execute. Do you want to drive innovation in your organization, futurize your enterprise, ideate massively valuable new products, or execute them to market? Then contact us today at ideateandexecute.com and get started. Why listen to the past when you can listen to the future? Welcome to the Think Future podcast, broadcasting from deep in the heart of Silicon Valley, California. We focus on innovation, startups, and the future, not necessarily those and not necessarily in that order. Here's your host. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Think Future podcast. I'm your host, Chris Kalabukas, and once again, we're coming at you live from deep in the heart of Silicon Valley, California. Now, today's show is a bit of a little bit of a departure for what we typically talk about, but as we say, it's uh, about innovation, disruption, startups of the future, not necessarily those and not necessarily in that order. And today, I'm going to talk a little bit about humanity. And I'm going to talk a little bit about humanity in the context of persuasion and influence. Now, how we can tie that back to innovation, disruption in the future is that when we think about sales, when we think about selling to people, when we think about connecting a buyer and a seller, I've talked before about how inefficient the systems are that are out there today. And wouldn't it be great if there was something that was a little bit more accurate about connecting a buyer and a seller than me being peppered with billions of ads as I surf around the internet. And I think about, and I've talked about before, about content marketing and how I feel about content marketing, what I think content marketing has ended up doing. It's ended up basically flooding the internet with clickbait-style content just so you can cheaply or supposedly cheaply drive people back to your business so that they people can purchase from you. And if you think about it, let's go back to the root of all this. Why do I capture someone's email address when I go to a website? So I go to a website and someone offers me something for free so they can capture my email address. And then once they capture my email address, they just continually send me stuff which they think I would be interested in supposedly things of value, and this is what marketers have always said, send out things of value, so that eventually, at some point, after all this valuable stuff has been sent out to those prospective customers, they will turn around and say, listen, this guy's pretty good. I've gotten all this great information from him. I'm going to turn around and buy from them. Now, the root of that is something called the principle of reciprocity and if you've read Robert Cialdini he wrote a book called Influence a while back came up with this theory of influence and in that theory of influence there are six key principles and I can tell you the principles but I'd like to go through the principles and I'd like to go through the principles and ask you and just anyone in general do these principles still apply because 
I have this sense that the internet and social networks and the ability for us to become or seem to be evolving into this hyper-connected style human, this homo nexus type person that I've been talking about, and the availability of so much information on the internet, has it in some way twisted or changed humanity to the point where these six key principles of influence no longer truly apply. And I'm thinking to myself that that may be the case because a lot of the things that have to do with these six principles no longer apply. Because if you can get any piece of information from anyone at any time through the medium of the internet and social media and social networks, then where does the principle of scarcity fit in? So let's go through them. The first one is reciprocity. So reciprocity is that I give you something. If I give you something, then you're more likely or you feel obligated to give me something back. So for example, the example that I was talking about earlier, I give you my email address, you give me a white paper. I read the white paper, I find some value in it. I get more e emails from you, I get a lot of content from you, I subscribe to your blog, I get all this stuff coming at me, and marketers say the stuff that you have to send out has value. And if the law of reciprocity actually worked, then after a certain amount of value that your customer would receive, they would turn around and pick up the phone and call you and say, I think I want to engage you in something. Now the question is, does that still apply? Or is it now a one-way street? Has the culture of humanity changed to the point where you can be pumping out as much valuable information as you wish to, but maybe that customer at the other end doesn't feel the need to reciprocate anymore? Maybe it's a generational thing. Maybe it's a cultural thing. Maybe we're talking about a millennial Gen Z thing where they've been given everything they've ever wanted to be and being in a coddled state go, oh, this guy's giving me stuff and giving me stuff and giving me stuff. That's what I expect. I expect to be given stuff and I not, am not expected to return the favor. Now, how many of you out there feel that that may be happening, that you are creating tons of value and throwing it out onto the internet for free, but you're not getting the favor returned. The principle of reciprocity may no longer be in operation. So that's number one. The second one is commitment and consistency. This is where you say, I'm going to do something, or you email somebody, or you write something down saying, I'm going to do something. And human beings have this sense that if I promise something, if I commit to something, that I feel bad if I don't follow through. Now, based on the numbers of emails that I've sent to people and responses I've had from people, I don't think this is true any longer. There's so many people who make commitments and break them. That is no longer the case. I don't feel that that principle exists, currently exists any longer. People will willingly say they're going to do something and they won't do it. The amount of hypocrisy in the world has exponentially increased. 
So I feel that that has changed too. And again, it may be due to the same issues, the changes in the internet, the changes in our culture. It could be a generational thing. But it feels like that's the same way, is that you could have a great conversation with someone and say, oh, well, I'll follow up with you, I'll talk to you, I'll have lunch, and then crickets, nothing happens. And I'm sure all of you have experienced the same thing. The principle of commitment and consistency, where if I say I'm going to do something, I do it, no longer applies to many people. That's number two. Number three, now this one is social proof. Now social proof, I believe, is still very powerful. And the reason why social proof is still very powerful, and it has become more powerful than all of the others, is due to our hyper-connected nature. Because of what's happening with humanity. As I've mentioned before, I believe that our hyper-connected nature is basically changing the nature of humanity. We are evolving into this new kind of beast called Homo Nexus, where we do not make decisions for ourselves anymore. We expect the crowd to make our decisions for us. So instead of me picking out a shirt that I like, I take a picture of the shirt and I send it to all my friends, and my friends say, yeah, that shirt will look great on you. And I make that decision based on my circle of friends' decision. It's not my own decision. So social proof becomes much, much more important than either reciprocity or commitment and consistency. So if you are popular, then you can just become more popular. But if you are unpopular, you will become even more unpopular. So social proof has become the most important thing. What's the next one? Authority. People will tend to obey authority figures. Now, I think that's another one that's disappearing. If you look at what's happened in the last political election, if you look at what's happening with uh, the pushback against authority figures in almost every area of life, socially, politically, it's happening. It's happening everywhere. There is a pushback against authority figures everywhere. So people will no longer listen to people in authority. I don't, I'm not going to make a value judgment as to whether this is a good or bad thing. But based on these six principles of influence, I think authority or listening to authority or obeying authority figures is also out the window. So that one is less important. The fifth one is liking. People are easily persuaded by other people that they like. Now, this is very important as well. I think this is very important as well. But it goes hand in hand with the social proof. If someone is likable, if they make me feel good, then I would prefer to work with them than somebody who I don't like, who doesn't make me feel good. Now, if you think about it, the liking doesn't necessarily need to be authentic. It has to be someone who makes me feel good. If I have a choice between candidate A and candidate B, if this one's more likable, if he makes me feel better, then I prefer him, even if his credentials aren't as strong as the other. And then the last one is scarcity. Perceived scarcity will generate demand. Now the thing is, is that is there such a thing as scarcity anymore? When we are in the age of abundance, 
there is so much abundance of most things and it's just getting better and better is there such a thing as real scarcity or even perceived scarcity the interesting thing about perceived scarcity is that we all know it's perception we all know it's not real we all know that somebody's just putting it out there and saying this is a limited time only offer well we know that's BS they're just making it sound like it's it's limited time when it really isn't limited time they're just gonna offer it again and again and again and again so in a land or in a world where there is no true scarcity human beings have seen through that they've already figured it out and they understand that there is no such thing as scarcity and especially in a world where you can get anything you want at any point in time from anywhere any piece of information that you're looking for any piece of, if you, if it can be made into software if it can be developed into code if it can be created in ones and zeros it is not scarce there is no such thing as scarcity and the last one is apparently he has uh, a seventh principle called the unity principle it's about shared identities the more we identify ourselves with others the more we are influenced by these others now that falls right in with social proof and I feel that that is the key new way of thinking especially with our evolution towards this hyperconnected homo nexus state so the reality is is that when you send out all this valuable content marketing to your prospective customers when you capture an email address when people say to you yes I'll definitely do that or they'll call you on the phone and say yes I'll definitely do that or they'll send you an email and say yes I'll definitely do that or when people say I will listen to authority or when people say limited time offer is any of that stuff effective any longer I'm gonna suggest that of these six key principles of influence that most modern marketing is based on most modern sales is based on all of these principles that only social proof liking and shared identities are important and if that is the case then how does that affect how you market to the world how does that affect how you sell to the world if the law of reciprocity if the law of commitment if the law of authority if the law of scarcity if those things are gone how does that change how you sell yourself how you market your business now you're probably wondering why are you talking about this well one of the things that we talked about is a shift in the future of sales we've been through a number of different upheavals in the way people sell and there's still people out there picking up the phone and cold calling which we know doesn't work but the problem is that all these other methods that have come out there also may not work so we are spearheading a new way of selling and it has to do with matching buyers and sellers more effectively and we have a higher purpose in mind it's not just making that more efficient because as an engineer I hate inefficiencies it's also about decluttering the internet and making sure that the person who wants something will get the right thing at the right price at the right time and that can only be done if we have a concerted effort 
to make those sorts of things happen. And as I was saying before, most sales is serendipity. People just happen to be in the right place at the right time. And if there was some way we could engineer serendipity, actually make these things happen, then we don't even have to think about influencing people. We just figure out exactly what they want and present them with the right offer at the right moment. And that is exactly what we need. And that is the future of sales. That's it for me for today. See you next time. And until then, don't forget to think future. future.